hello and welcome to the Groups Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Fenton, uh, and today is going to be a very unique day because I don't have anyone here with me in the studio, but what I want to do is kind of take some of our breakout sessions that we had at Group Huddle. Uh, if you weren't there at Group Huddle, that was kind of a time for us to get together in February as a group, all of our group staff, all of our coaches, all of our leaders, uh, and it was a good time. We had food, we had fellowship, and we had fun. Uh, so we came together as a group, and then we broke out into different uh, breakout sessions that covered a number of topics. And so what I would love to do, some of us were able to make it, and some of us weren't. And so I'm going to play the audio from each breakout session uh, so you can really feel like you were there, and then I'll summarize it for us. And so today, uh, we're going to start off with Stephen Branch's breakout on conflict, how to have healthy conflict. So listen up and uh, get to fighting. Just kidding, but it'll be good. Can y'all see me okay? Can y'all hear me okay? Am I talking too loud in the back? Can y'all, y'all hear me? All right, I'm going to use this as a microphone. So if you guys see me with the cell phone up on my face, I'm not, I'm not on a call or anything like that. So, um, well, before we get started, my name is Stephen Branch, and I have the privilege of serving as the Independence Campus Pastor. But I was, thank you. They're fine. So, Button Life gets two Super Bowls this Sunday, one in the morning, one in the evening. So... Uh, It's good stuff. We're super excited about what God's going to do with the launch. So thank you for your prayers, for your support. Listen, this isn't an independence thing. It's really not. This is an abundant life thing. And more importantly, this is a a God thing. We're super excited that God has called us to take more ground for the gospel, to expand his kingdom. So thank you for the prayers and the support. It's been been really, really good. Um, So as we get going, I'm going to start us off with a word of prayer, and then uh, we'll get get rocking and rolling. Is that fair? Is that good? Awesome. Father, we love you. We are so thankful, God, that you love us more than we love us. And God, we're so thankful that you demonstrated that love for us by sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. God, no greater love has a, has a brother have for his brother than to lay down his life for a friend. Man, we're just so thankful for that. And God, we're so thankful that you count us as friends, as family. So thankful. So God, as we spend time together here talking about conflict, God, we pray that you get the glory, we get some joy, and the world will get some good. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So conflict is, is a part of life. Listen, you, are, you will never, ever, ever get away from conflict. I would, I would imagine that every single day that you're alive, you're going to have conflict. Every single day. Whether it's with somebody at work, whether it's with a spouse, a friend, if you have kids in this room, oh, you better believe there's conflict with your kids just about every day. I have conflict with my little two-year-old daughter every single day, every day. And we're about to have a, have a boy, praise the Lord, because you girls, holy smokes, dramatic, emotional, I'm going to use this word extra. Oh my God, you get your feelings hurt by just a simple no. Like Harper will come up to me and want something and I tell her no. Like, because we're about to have dinner, she wants a snack or she wants candy. I'm like, oh, Harper, not right now. And just tears. Like, you would think I spit in her cereal <laughs> or I pinched her in her leg. Just tears. But that's conflict. And even with that conflict with Harper, like, it is my responsibility to resolve that conflict and be an example to her. Just like you as group leaders, you guys will set the tone for how to resolve conflict. And I will tell you this, as, as a group, if you don't handle conflict well, you're going to have an unhealthy group. 
Because when we don't handle conflict well, it creates mistrust or distrust. It creates your credit, your credit, credibility will, will go down to the toilet. It will create bitterness, strife, division. Because conflict isn't going anywhere. And if we don't handle it well, if we don't handle, handle it the right way, the conflict is going to end the wrong way. Let me say that again. If we don't handle conflict the right way, it's going to end in a bad way or it's going to end the wrong way. So this, I'm just telling you right now, this topic in this area is going to be one of the most crucial things you deal with in your group. It's going to be one of the most crucial things that you deal with in your life. So take this in from a group's perspective, but understand that this is a, a practical life skill. It's a practical life skill. This is why the divorce rate is 50% because we don't know how to handle and resolve conflict God's way. We try to handle conflict our way, which is crossing our arms, putting on a pouty face, sitting in the corner and just looking mad, right? Or being aggressive and yelling and screaming. Like that's not how we handle conflict either. And here's the great thing about God. When God tells us to do something his way, he always shows us the right way. He'll always show us the right way. So if you have a Bible, and I hope you do, flip over to the book of Matthew in chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18. And if you don't have your Bible with you, it should be on your sheet that you were handed to uh, whenever you walked in. So I wanna encourage you to pull that out. Take some notes on it, scribble on it, write some things down, write some questions down, because this is gonna be critical for you as a group leader. Because I not only want you to just listen to it here, but I want you to take it back to your group. Here's what I wanna challenge you to do. I wanna challenge you to take two, three weeks, however long it takes to walk through this process with your group and, and hold the line. Say, listen group, this is a non-negotiable. This conflict resolution is gonna be a standard within our group. And if you don't handle conflict well in this group, we're gonna have some problems but you have to lead out in it. Because I, I'm just telling you, people just don't know how to handle conflict the right way. They've just been handling conflict the same way they've always handled conflict. But I wanna share with you out of God's word how you can handle conflict in a biblical way. I love that about God. He's not gonna leave us on an island to figure things out on our own. So maybe even be thinking in your head right now, is there conflict that you have with somebody that you need to resolve? Because a lot of times we're in conflict and sometimes we don't even know we're in conflict. We're in conflict, we don't even know. But as we go through this process, I want you to be, be praying, God, man, if, there, if there's any conflict in my life, reveal it to me so I can make it right. So Matthew 18, perfect step-by-step process. So we're gonna start Matthew 18, starting in verse 15. And it says this, Moreover, if your brother sins against you, Go and tell him his fault between you and him with everybody else, with everybody in your group, with your best friend from work, with your spouse, Uh uh-uh, between you and him or her alone. In conflict, we mess up step one. Like step one, we're already stumbling out the gate. Because here's what we typically do. Here's what we do. When somebody has an offense toward us, we rally the troops. We go tell our best friend, Becky. 
Becky, you're not going to believe what Nancy said to me. Whoo, that girl, she gets under my skin. She's rude and sensitive. And like Becky's, this is what Becky will typically do. Yes, you are so right. <laughs> Tell me more about this. Ooh, oh, Nancy. You know, I feel the same way about Nancy, right? And then now you have your group and now you feel good because you're looking for, uh, for affirmation. You're looking for somebody to affirm your feeling. And listen, don't get me wrong. Your feeling is probably true and right. But the actions after that feeling is so wrong. It's so wrong. And so many times we stumble out of the gate. We stumble out of the gate where we don't go and tell that person alone. But man, we just go and tell everybody else but that person. We have a core value as a staff here at Abundant Life called loyalty. Loyalty. And we, and we put loyalty simply. We put it like this. We will talk to each other and not about each other. Let me say that again. Write that down. Loyalty. As described by Pastor Phil, we will talk to each other and not about each other. And you know what the sad thing is? Is we, we do this with our, even to our kids. Like, just hear me out because we do this. I'm guilty of this. Where our, kids does, our, kid, our kid will do something and I'll just go tell Kelsey about it. I will gossip about my own kid to my wife. Listen, you, you might think that's extreme, but if the person is not a part of the solution or a part of the problem and you're bringing them into it, you just sin. You just sin with this little word called gossip. And you not only, you not only gossiped, but you just pulled somebody else into gossip. So you just caused your brother or sister to sin. You, do we realize that? We're not only sinning, but we're causing other people to sin. So Matthew, or Jesus says here in Matthew, if somebody sins against you, or if you sin against somebody else, go and tell that person alone. And, here, and here's, here's what he says. This, this will be the outcome. If he hears you, you have gained a brother. Man, isn't that the goal? Shouldn't the goal be in conflict, resolution, to have relationship, restitution, or resolution? Relationship conflict, the goal should be relationship resolution, reconciliation. Like that should be our primary goal. But is it really our heart? Is it really what we're trying to do? I pray it is, and I pray it is. So step, so step one, step one, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. So I've got two 24-hour rules. Two 24-hour rules. So write this down. 24-hour rule number one is for the offender. Okay, 24-hour rule is for, the first one is for the offender. We'll get to the second one in a second. So the offender. So let me talk about this because this is twofold. First, the offender is you've sinned against somebody else. You've sinned against somebody else. And, and that that's, can, be, can be multiple different ways. We'll just talk about the first way right now. One is you've gossiped against somebody. You've gossiped against somebody. So let's say I'm in a conflict with, with Bob McGann here and I go to Mick Brown. I just picked the two bald guys in the room because it's fun, okay? So I go, I go to Mick and I said, man, Bob, it's so rude. You should have heard what he said. 
Mick should stop me immediately. Mick should not hear one more iota of that, of that conversation. He said, whoa, 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 time out, time out, time out. That's not how we do things. And he should say, Stephen, I'm gonna give you 24 hours to go and talk to Bob about that. And maybe ask, hey, have you talked to Bob about this? Like, have, have you communi- communicated this? Well, no, I haven't, because it just happened. He should stop me in my tracks and say, you have 24 hours to go and talk to Bob and tell him what you just told me. And if you don't, I will. Because this conflict is gonna get resolved whether you like it or not. So Mick should stop me and say, go and talk to Bob because I don't wanna hear it. And this is what will begin to happen when you do that. When you do that as a, as a follower of Christ, people will stop coming to you with gossip because they know, well, I'm not going to Mick. <laughs> but if I say something bad about somebody else and I go to Mick, whoo, he's gonna stop me in my tracks and he's gonna hold me accountable. See, if you're already gonna talk about it, why not just go to the person that you have conflict with? Why not? If it's your spouse or if it's a friend or if it's your kids, just go talk to them. It's okay that there's conflict. There's nothing wrong with conflict. Conflict can be good, but it can only be good when it's done right. Because if it's not, it can turn toxic really quick, especially in your group. As the group leader, you have to hold the line. Guys, you have to hold the line. If you're hearing inklings of something from somebody else, you have the authority and not just that, the responsibility also to go to that person and nip it or it will divide your group and it will separate your group. And that's the Satan's, that's Satan's tactic. He wants to separate. He wants to divide because if he can isolate somebody in your group, boy, he's going to have his way with them. So that's the 24-hour rule. If somebody comes to you with gossip, stop them and redirect them. Stop them and redirect them. And the 24-hour rule on the flip side of that for the offender is if you're actually the offender. Like, you know, okay? Nine times out of 10, you know when you were rude to somebody. Like, you know when you were not kind. And that should convict you. And you should give yourself 24 hours and to go to talk to that person alone. Not with everybody. This isn't a group discussion. This is a individual, person-to-person discussion. So you should give yourself 24 hours to go to that person and talk to them. It's critical. It's critical. So the second 24-hour rule is for the offended. It's for the offended. Because we get our little feelings hurt a lot. Don't we? Can we sometimes get a little sensitive? So I got a 24-hour rule for the offended. So let's say... Mick, uh, uh, Bob comes up to me and he says something to me and he's maybe joking around, but I like hurt, hurt my feelings a little bit and I'm a little salty about it. That's what I tell people. Because people say, well, if, if I'm always resolving conflict when somebody does something to hurt my feelings, I'm going to be in conflict resolution all the time. Yeah, you will. If you're easily offended. You will if you're easily offended. So if somebody says something to me, I'm going to give myself 24 hours to just cool off and just take a step back, take a deep breath, and I'm going to sleep on it. And that's what I would tell somebody. Hey, want just sleep on it. That's what I would tell you. That's what I tell people. If somebody offends you, just sleep on it. She might wake up the next morning and it's like, I'm so glad I didn't make a mountain out of a mohill. 
So glad I didn't make a mountain out of a molehill. But if you wake up and it's been 24 hours and it's still itching at you, it's still like, man, I just it's not sitting right with me. Then go and talk to that person. Go and talk to that person. So in, in the steps we have here in step one, so we have this little, this little bullet points that you can just follow through. So when do I go? If they have sinned against you, go quickly. Who goes with me? No one. Yeah, that's the A plus, A plus class. No one goes with you. You go alone. What's my posture? This is so critical. Because when we go to resolve conflict, we can do that wrong. You can, you can go to that person first, but do it all wrong. You can do the right thing, but it still be wrong. Because this is sometimes how we go. Hey, man, right? We just get all, we bow up a little bit. But, but, but the, your posture should be going in humility. And this is how. You lead with questions. Because questions typically disarm and statements will typically arm. Okay, so write this down. Questions disarm, statements arm. So if I go up to Bob and say, hey, Bob, you're a jerk. Why did you say that to me? What do you think, what do you think Bob's posture is going to be toward me? It's probably going to be equal, and it's not going to help the conflict. But if I go to Bob and say, hey, Bob, you got a second? Something's weighing on my heart. Hey, man, when you called me short the other day, sorry. <laughs> sorry, because Bob's like 6'3", six, 6'5". Six, Bob, when you called me short the other day, man, I know you were just jacking around, but, but man, that, that really stung because I count you as a friend, and it really hurt my feelings. I, I, I don't think you were meaning that. Or meaning to do that, but but man, I, it just really hurt my it really hurt my heart. Were you meaning to do that? See, and if he's, if it's silence, then yes, he really was trying to hurt my feelings. <laughs> so that's where we go into conflict resolution. Well, man, why'd you say that? No, I'm just kidding. But right, but 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 address it. Hey, listen, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But when you said this, man, it seemed like you were really trying to jab me. I bet I could be wrong. Can you just, can you give me clarity as to why you said that or, or why you did that? I mean, that's a small example, but you know some conflicts you've been in and at work where somebody kind of rubs you the wrong way or kind of stings you a little bit. Don't let that bitterness simmer because the longer you let that bitterness simmer, the bigger the conflict will get. So that's why we say go quickly. Don't wait. If it's been 24 hours and it's still bugging you, go and tell them. If you're holding somebody accountable to go and, and confess gossiping, don't, don't let four days pass before you call them to follow up with them. Like, make sure you call me within 24 hours. If that's what he said he's going to do, then that's what he needs to hold me accountable to do. Hey, Stephen, have you talked to Bob? Have you had a conversation with him? No? Okay, well, then, hey, man, I, then, then I'm going I'm to call Bob and tell him that he needs to call you because you have something to say to him. Right? It seems bold, right? It seems bold but we're not going to allow gossiping to divide us. We're not going to allow gossiping to divide us. And it will do that in a heartbeat and trust will erode. And not just in your group, but even in your personal life. If you're known as a gossiper, man, why would anybody want to hang out with you? Why would anybody want to spend time with you? So that's step one. Step one. Step one is the most important step. Step one is the most important step. Step two and three, super simple, super simple. He continues on and he says this. 
But if he will not hear you, take with you one or two more that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. So if it doesn't work, take a couple more people with you. Take your group. If you're the group leader, take your coach. All right. If you are the group leader, you might be brought into a situation with some people in, in your group. Take two or more people with you. And then you know what you do? You just run through step one again. You go quickly. You take two or more people. Okay? You go in humility. Hey, the last time we met, I don't feel like we really resolved things. So, But before you did, let me back up just one second. If you can't resolve that conflict, this is what you do. You say, hey, I would like to widen the circle, if that's okay with you. Because my relationship means more to me than being right. My relationship with you means more to me than me being right and winning this argument. Because reconciliation about trying to, isn't trying to figure out who's right and who's wrong. That's not, okay? When I step into a conflict resolution session, I'm not trying to find out, well, is Mick right or is Bob right? Let's go find out. No, my goal is res, uh, uh, reconciliation. That's, that's the win. That's the goal. I don't care who's right, who's wrong. That's beside the point. Because my hope is that every, when you step into it, they're gonna own their part. If your part is 2%, you need to own 100% of it. If it's 2%, you own 100% of it. So step two, you take two or, two or three people with you so that every word may be established so you have some witnesses. Then you run through it, go humility. If that doesn't work, we continue to go up the, the, the ring of leadership. So then you go to your group, coach. And you bring in your group, coach. Hey, we have this problem, having problems to having problems resolving it. Can you come and help us resolve this? If it's with, your, if it's with you, if the conflict's with you and, a, and another group member, then, then you call the group director, whoever's over, you, over your coach, okay? So you keep going through the layers of leadership and because and that's, that's step three. If it doesn't resolve, step three is you take, go back, take, get two or, two or three more people, tell it to the church, tell it to your leadership. And then you go through step one again. Go through step one. Do the whole thing. Go quickly. Bring a couple more people. Go in humility. And two, one of two things are going to happen. One of two things are going to happen. One, you'll gain a brother or sister in Christ. You guys can wash your hands and move away, which means you don't talk about it anymore. Not even to each other. You let it go. Or two, it might be time for somebody to step out of a group. That's not the, that's not the goal. That's not the win but it might be time for somebody to be asked to leave a group. That's the last thing we want to do, but we're not going to allow division in a group to destroy a group. We're just not going to do it. So it might be an opportunity for somebody to step out for a season, to work on themselves, to get their heart right. So conflict resolution is so critical. Go and tell them alone. Go with humility. Go quickly. If that doesn't work, widen the circle. If that doesn't work, Widen the circle. It's wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. All right, guys, that's my time. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you guys. You guys have a good one. Well, there you have it. So Stephen talking about how to have healthy conflict. Uh, we were in Matthew 18 for a good portion there. Uh, so uh, like he said, conflict is going to happen, especially when you're living life with people. Uh, but just to kind of how he fleshed it all out, I want to summarize his steps uh, just for a real quick take. So step one, man, do your best to resolve this conflict one-on-one. One -on -one. 
you know? So if as a leader, if there's something going on, man, that's part of being a leader. Like it's not always fun, but sometimes you got to just say, hey, so-and-so, here's an issue. Let's talk about this privately. But again, you're coming humbly. You're coming patiently. Uh, and you're really coming as a learner. Like you may not know exactly why they responded a certain way or, or why they're wired this way. You may have a good idea because they're in community with you. Uh, but but everyone's dealing with something. So come as a learner. Come as someone uh, who who is loving as a brother. Don't don't come as a an assassin. <laughs> so that's the first step. Try to resolve that conflict one on one. And then the second step, man, if that doesn't work. You may have to widen the circle. So as a leader, if if you're trying to resolve conflict with someone and it's just not happening, you're doing the right things, but the right things aren't fleshing out, man, maybe you need to widen that circle so you and another group member can can talk to this person. And again, we're, we're not trying to ambush them, but we're just trying to help them kind of maybe gain some perspective uh, and then ha- make sure that they're heard in a healthy way and then make sure that you have an opportunity to, to be heard as well. Uh, to bring in the, the perspective of whatever the issue may be. So that would be the second uh, thing. And, and I would say here, uh, these are all healthy things to be running by your group coach. So as a leader, it's not that you can't make decisions on your own. No, we know you can. That's why we put you in this position. Uh, but but there's you've got tools. And, you know, obviously this podcast is, is one of those tools. But another resource is your group coach. Uh, he, he hopefully or she uh, is really tethered to you and your group and so might be a great, great person to bounce ideas off of and, and kind of think through, hey, this is how I'm going to approach this person. Here's what we're going to do. How does this sound? Uh, I, if there's something that we've learned is y- you can't get enough advice. <laughs> Sometimes it's helpful to, to walk through that with someone else. So all those things could, could happen. But then step three would be, hey, like I met with him one-on-one. I even brought someone else into it. Uh, in a healthy way, and, and we're still, we're doing the right things, but the right things aren't happening kind of thing. And so uh, it sometimes, although this, I would say most most of your conflicts should be able to be resolved with step one and two, but sometimes you got to bring uh, someone else in and, and widen the circle again. So bringing in your coach or even a, a, a group director, but I would say start with your coach and just say, hey, you know, as, as someone that, like, is kind of in a in this position, could you help maybe mediate this and just give us some good handles? Uh, we've tried to meet, but it's just not being – it's not really helpful. Uh, and so that coach will know what to do. That's why they're there. So, again, all that to say, <laughs> this sounds like a doom and gloom podcast. It's not. Um, conflict is part of being healthy. That's what, that's what Stephen was saying. Uh, we're going to have conflict. If you're living life with people – uh, people, things are going to happen. And one of those things is conflict. So there's a way to do it in a healthy way. And, and there's a way to do it where, where it's not edifying to the body. So that's what we're just trying to give you some handles on. So don't be scared of conflict, uh, but be ready for it. Uh, Cause it's something that happens in, in any good family. And that's really what, what a group is. It's a family. So uh, that that's all we have for today. Uh, and until next time, uh, shepherd well, and let me know if there's any other topics that you guys would love to listen to. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.